Hello, this is Jeff Al Gilbert. Welcome to my Facebook Live, and I've got a question. Are you ready to quit? Well, before you do, listen to this. And for those of you that do not know me, I've been involved in network marketing now for 40 years. I share a lot of what I've learned in my journey on these live calls. I started in this business totally broke, sold a junk truck, put $200 into my business. For the last 26 years, I've lived off residual income. So I like to help a lot of people. And that's what I'm doing tonight. I'm going to give some acknowledgments out to some friends. John from Baltimore, what's up? Renee from Ohio, how are you? George from New York, good to see you. Uh, and the other George from Oregon. Janet, what's happening, girl? Hope you're doing well. Daniel, bonjour, my French friend. Nice to see you. <coughs> yeah, hi, Cindy. Good to see you. And Judy, hello, how are you? Give some more acknowledgments out here. John, yes, from Baltimore, what's up? Good to see you. And uh, Kelly, nice to see you from Illinois. And then Tim from North Carolina, nice to see you. And Joe from Alaska, man, she is Johnny on the spot, man. You still got snow out there, Joe? Good to see you. Roger, uh, Roger uh, from uh, the Philippines, nice to see you. Cindy, how are you? Good to see you, Cindy. Ayanseo, my Korean friend, nice to see you. And Judy from Pennsylvania, nice to see you. Uh, Mary from Colorado, nice to have you on the call. And... Uh, who else we got? Robert uh, Nelson. How you doing, my friend from North Carolina? Brian from Chicago. Good to see you, Brian. What's up, dude? Elda from uh, San Antonio, Texas. How you doing, Elda? It's good to see you again tonight. Uh, and Danette, uh, nice to see you from Michigan. And uh, who else we got? We got a few. Hey. Craig, nice to see you. Annette, what's going on? What have you been up to? It's been a while since we chatted. Uh, so here's the thing, my friends, I wanted to talk to you about tonight is when you think about quitting, uh, uh, we all go through experiences in network marketing. It's the most rewarding profession, but it's also a challenging profession. It's a challenging profession because it takes a lot of attitude and it takes, it really takes, uh, you know, hard work and perseverance. So some people come in and they just think it's, it's going to be easy. It's, it's, it can't be as difficult as what, what I've already been through in life, right? But if you're thinking about or asking yourself, maybe I should quit network marketing or should I not? I'd say the answer to that, it depends on you. And I wanna talk about you. I wanna talk about those of you that are thinking about quitting network marketing or quitting your company. I, I wanna talk about that. You know, so here's the thing. I wanna ask you this. How did you feel when your sponsor first presented to you the opportunity? They either did it in person or you went to a meeting or somebody shared a, a video link and you looked at a video and then you got all the information you saw what was going on 
You even met some people that were doing very well in it. So that, that's it. You saw it. This was going to be the answer to your dreams. Is that, is that how some of you felt? No doubt you did. Otherwise, you wouldn't have joined your company, right? Nobody, nobody held a gun up to your head and say, hey, sign the application, right? <laughs> it's funny because when I go overseas in some Asian countries, they'll say, well, how do you do it in America? How do you get people to sign up? I said, no problem. We got guns. <laughs> they sign up all the time. <laughs> Those countries, they don't have guns, you know. So the thing about it is, you know, how, how did you feel? I want you to always go back to how you felt before you quit and ask yourself, why did I feel that way? And what did I see? I promise you, you were not excited about selling products. You weren't excited about that. You weren't excited about having to spend so many hours maybe with not seeing results. But you saw something that really convinced you to join. And what was that? So connect back to that. What about your sponsor though? You know, how did he sell it to you? You know, I see that one of the biggest problems is that we always sell the sunshine, but we never sell the rain. We let people think that it's gonna be such an, you know, just a, a, a magnificent experience. You're gonna have all this success, but we never talk about the challenges and we don't prepare them for it. We need to do that. We need to prepare them for it, for those hard times. If we spend more time preparing them for those hard times, we'd have less people quitting this business. So I think, though, one of the biggest reasons why people quit, probably the biggest reason, is unrealistic expectations. And that is, they just thought they could come in and in a short period of time make a lot of money. They had unrealistic expectations, but it might have been Maybe because their sponsor sold it that way. That's possible. That's possible. Or perhaps that, you know, maybe they went to an event and they saw somebody going across the stage that had only been in the business just a few months and already they achieved a certain rank position. Well, that sounds very exciting. That's very inspiring. But we don't always know the story behind that. The story could be that they left one company, brought a team, and came right in. So they had a, you know, a team with them. So we don't always get those facts. We just think, how in the, how the heck did they do that? Um, you know, what, are they some superstar? Do they have, <laughs> you know, anything special that I don't have? So sometimes with people, when they see things like that, um, yeah, it can, it can lead them to believe they're going to have that same success, that it is going to be just that easy. So we want to make sure that we coach them in the right direction and let them know that it's not going to be that easy. Hello, Miss uh, Lee. Nice to see you. Annyeonghaseyo. Nice to see you from South Korea. So, <clears throat> so that's part of the problem is unrealistic expectations that they expected. Here's the thing. I mean, think about it. When you went to college or a university, if you did, um, would you have the expectation that you're, you're, you're going to be drawing a check just right away? Of course not. You never earn as you learn. In network marketing, you earn as you learn. So while you're learning how to do this, you're going to get paid for it at the same time. That doesn't work going to college or going to a university. 
But the same thing is when I when I think about even my own business. I had prior to uh, getting involved in network marketing full time. I had employees, had a had a business. There was a lot of costs, a lot of up, upfront expenses, hiring people, firing people, all you know, just going through that so much. And so the thing was, when I came into network marketing, it was nothing like that. Nobody to hire, nobody nobody to fire. I didn't have to have a lot of upfront money. You could get started with, with you know a couple hundred dollars. Not bad, not bad. So the thing about it is, if but if, but if we treated that, let's say if it was a two hundred dollar buy-in, let's say if we treated that like we just paid a million dollars for a McDonald's franchise, do you think we would show up more? Do you think we would be more determined to make it work? Of course, we have to make it work. It's got to work because we, we've got so much to lose if it doesn't. But what about this? We have to have that same attitude. If you don't make this work, then what? Yeah, that's what we have to think about. We have to think about that. See, I went through 10 companies just to finally get to one that would stick and stay. And then I spent a ton of money on, you know, audio programs, training programs, books. That's what we call going to school. And so those were the experiences I went through. And then even after that, my, oops, my biggest leg, um, you know, quit on me. So had to rebuild, had to work with people they left behind. It was challenging. So here's the thing, you know, when we ask the question, should I quit? If, if you're not gonna be patient, reasonable, and realistic, then quit. But if you're teachable and you wanna make this work, then just keep listening because that's what you should do. Just become more teachable and be willing to uh, be a student of network marketing, how, how you can do this incredible business and succeed. So the thing is, there is a time to quit though. There is a time to quit, and that is if we're in a company and let's say the, the checks are late or they're not coming or it's been months since I've been paid, uh, you might want to reconsider staying there. Or if the owner's a crook or the comp compensation plan ha you know, has so much required to it, you can't possibly meet those requirements. Then you have to look at that. But I would say those are rare cases. Hopefully they're rare, rare cases. So when I thought about the challenges I went through and what I always reflected on is who do I want to become? What do I want to become? In other words, I knew I had potential, but I wanted to tap in, discover it. Network marketing was the best way to do that. We've said it in the past that network marketing is a personal growth program with a compensation plan attached to it. It's interesting, isn't it? So not only does your income grow, but you grow as a person. You become so much different. How does that affect you as a, as a father or a mother or a husband and a wife or a community person? It impacts all areas of life. So it's more than just money, far more than just money. So the thing I ask myself, you know, you know is if, if, if not this, then what? If not this, then what? Where would I go? What would I be giving up? Now, I, I had an experience that at the, at the time that I was 
wanting to launch into network marketing full time, I had an experience that, uh, you know, I was struggling, struggling with it. And, uh, and so a stockbroker, a man who owned a brokerage, very successful guy, uh, wanted me to come on board and he would train me, mentor me, and be, so I'd be a stockbroker. Well, I thought about it. At first, it sounded okay, but he told me this. He said, but Jeff, if you do this, no, no network marketing. You cannot do network marketing and do this. That means you gotta be fully focused on this. So I can remember going home and thinking to myself, wow, <laughs> you know, I'd probably make a lot of money, you know, working with him, but what am I giving up? See, that's the question. What am I giving up? I'm giving up my freedom. All the things that I wanted to do with my time, because if I do that, that's where I'm going to be the rest the rest of my life. You know, I have some weekends off, but that's it. I don't know. There was I knew that there was more to me. There's more to you. And that that was my choice. I made the decision not to do it. I turned I turned them down. Interesting thing was later on, he got in trouble. He got in trouble with um, I don't remember all the details now, but with people's money, making some very bad decisions, and he ended up going to prison for so many years. I mean, many years. You know, it ruined his life. I was so glad I didn't make that choice because I don't know how that could have affected me. So <clears throat> here's the thing, you know, that I knew that I did not want to give up in my pursuit of who I could become if I chose network marketing. Yes, this personal growth program. And that's the thing I wanted to do. So the thing is, I loved it. You know, I, I love that idea meeting new people, traveling, uh, you know, working with people around the world. It was very exciting. And I'm glad I made that, that uh, decision. But here's some action, action steps you can take. So when you start feeling like you want to quit, then do these things. Uh, you know, step one, you might want to just do some stress workout. That means you might want to do some exercise. So if you go to a gym, go to a gym. If your gym is a mountain, then go walk it out. <laughs> go for a brisk walk. Or if you want to go for a, a walk in the woods along a river. Uh, we have so much nature here. That's what I love about this place. Then you can do that. But do that. If you're a person of faith, then take time for prayer, religious renewal, and, you know, meditation. Have an attitude of gratitude. We can always say, oh, it could be better. Man, this should be better. Well, yeah, but what is the good that you have? What do you have now that's good? See, because we can't get more of that if we don't have gratitude. So here's the second book, our second step. Read the book. Go for No, excellent book. Richard uh, and Andrea, they're, they're great people who wrote that book. They're working with me on a book. Um, read that book. Also, John Maxwell's Failing Forward is a great book. And that's because that's how we become successful. We fail forward. And that's, that, that is the essence of success. How much failure can you go through? How much of it can you handle? So... Prepare for yourself for, for failure. Also, you know, you know, have the attitude, though, 
even though you prepare yourself for failure, have the attitude that you're going to win. You're going to win. So you can read the book, Go for No, but you definitely are going for yes, aren't you? So here's, here's the third uh, um, step, and that is connect with your upline. <clears throat> Those people that you respect, hopefully they'll give you their time because they have a financial vested interest in you. Why wouldn't they? And then, and then it, if you can't, you know, if you can't find, if your, your sponsor doesn't give you that time, then again, just keep going up. And here's a fourth point, and that is take some quiet moments, you know, to reflect on why you want this. That's very important. I don't care how many year, years that we're in this business, we have to find new reasons to be in this business because the old reasons don't work. For example, you got in this business because you wanted your dream house, right? You wanted your dream car. Well, let's say you get your dream house, you get your dream car. What's keeping you in it? What's keeping you focused? What's keeping you from setting goals? So those are the things that we have to do is that we've got to take some quiet time. And sometimes you can do that in the morning when you get up. <clears throat> take some quiet time to meditate and think about, you know, what, what do you want to accomplish in your life? How can this business that you're in, how can it do that? So, you know, I mean, it, just think about those things that you still want, you know, and, and then ask yourself when you're thinking about quitting, you knew people, you knew people, you that do not have incomes established yet. Think about it. Would your job give you that? <clears throat> when you look at some, uh, some of the success in your own company and you see the lifestyles of these people, would your job give you that? No, it wouldn't. Those are the things we have to reflect on. Here's the fifth, uh, fifth point, and that is be teachable. Always be teachable. Don't ever assume you've arrived and you know enough. And it's not so much knowing as also experiencing, having experience, knowing how to help your team leaders by giving them the right advice. It's so important. Problem I've seen with some leaders is that the, that the, higher, you know, the higher the rank, the greater the pin, the greater the unwillingness to learn. There's resistance when people go up in rank, and, and uh, I've seen that so much. Just, but keep that humble attitude that you always stay in a state of wonderment, that you want to know more, you want to do more. Here's the, the uh, sixth uh, point, and that is never assume you are done. I have, there's one quote that I've quoted many times throughout, I don't know, my years. Winston Churchill said, success is never final. Success is never final. You're going to run into challenges. You're going to run into some adversity. You're going to run in, you know, you're going to make mistakes too. You're going to make mistakes and then kick yourself for it. So the thing about it is just understand that, that success is never final. This whole thing that you just work hard for a few years and then you disappear and the company just, you know, direct deposits in your bank while you're laying on the beach for the rest of your life is not true, okay? You've got to show up. It doesn't mean that you have to do it all the time. It doesn't mean that you don't have a life. That's why we got in this, right? For a life. So <clears throat> you do have a life, but you still have to show up, even if it's part-time. Those are some thoughts to keep in mind, really, uh, because I, I, I just shake my head when I hear that. So uh, number seven, 
Don't compare yourself to others. Don't compare yourself to other leaders in your company. You don't know their experience level. You don't know where they have been before they joined your company. They may have had a lot of experience, a tremendous amount of contacts. So if you see them flying and you feel like you're dragging, don't compare yourself. You know, you know who you compare yourself to? Compare yourself to who you were a year ago. Compare yourself to who you were two years ago. In your own personal growth, look how much you've already changed. See, you have changed and you didn't even realize it. It's like our, like our children when they, when they, you know, like Arthur, he's so young, he's 10 years old, but I can remember when he was a baby, but it was like yesterday. And I'm like, wait a second, how are these, why are these kids growing up so fast? Well, you're doing that through your own personal growth. You're growing too. But you've got to compare that to where you are now, and then you can find some gratitude instead of comparing yourself to that leader who just, you know, came in, blew it out, or been in as long as you have, and they're, you know, three ranks above you. You don't know where they've been. You don't know the people they knew. It doesn't matter. What does it matter? They got to it sooner than you. They got to that rank position sooner than you. What does it matter? You're going to get there anyway. That's all that matters. So we stay the course with that, with that attitude. And then we appreciate how much we've grown and, and really some of the people in our team. So here's the eighth one, and that is becoming a network marketer. That is, we don't just network. We, we eventually, in the business, will learn more about how to market ourselves, brand ourselves, uh, present ourselves. This is the digital age. This is the video age. Um, this, is, this is the age that, uh, you know, that it's all about, you know, social media, putting yourself out there. People want to know who you are before they join with you. And you sell you before you sell your opportunity. You sell you before you sell your product. So you, Inc. is something that you need to eventually get good at. It's not important in the beginning. Just, you know, contacting your warm market, getting your base built, I always recommend that. And then transitioning into these very things. And here's the ninth one is take action, you know. What, what are you not doing or who are you not contacting that you need to be contacting? Who are you putting off? What are you afraid of? You know, I, I understand you know that person and you know maybe you know their background and all that. But we don't want to make up their mind for them that they're not interested when in fact they're on the other end of the phone saying, I wonder when she's going to call me. I don't know if she would be a good sponsor because she can't even follow up on the video she sent. So, whatever you're procrastinating, take action. That's the thing that you got to do. And then here's the, you, you, you can write it down your con, in your comments too. What are some of your biggest challenges? What's holding you back? What are some of the uh, things you're struggling with? So, that's the thing. So, we have to, if we're teachable and we really want to be successful in network marketing, then it's simply a matter of stay in the course, working with people, our upline that can help us, train us, give us guidance. And that'll really cut down our learning curve when we do that. We won't spend so much time in that learning curve and we'll start ranking up.
It's a process. But before you quit, those are the 10 steps I wanted to, or 10 points I wanted to share with you tonight. And I hope you got some value out of that. I'm glad you joined me tonight on this call. So thanks again for uh, being here. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow night. We always say in Tennessee, I'll see if the creek doesn't rise and it's pouring rain. So the, the water level, we've got a river that runs through a golf course and it may get so high that it'll flood out and then I won't be able to get over the bridge. Anyway, but hopefully that won't affect the internet. <laughs> so nice to see you guys on this call tonight. It's a pleasure having uh, all of you getting on, getting on these trainings where you can learn more about how to effectively increase your business. So I appreciate you being on. Everyone have a great night. I love all of you guys. Take care.